Welcome to the Elite Podcast, where we discuss business, family, and life. Now, welcome to your hosts, Mr. H. Rod himself, Henry Rodriguez, and Ryan Arditi, the SCV MVP. All right, podcast world, as your favorite insurance guy, Henry Rodriguez, and I'm with my co-host, Ryan Arditi, the SCV MVP. And we are live shooting uh, the Elite Podcast episode five. Wow. Episode five. Good times, dude. I can't believe it. Time goes by fast when you're having fun. Diddy, I just heard that you're kind of a former has-been athlete. You play football? Well, you know, I do go to the gym, try to stay in shape. Uh, Yeah, I was Wes Welker before uh, Wes Welker. Before Wes Welker. (laughs) They called me uh, Ryan R. Slot Receiver right there. (laughs) Talk to me a little bit about that, man. How does this person play football? What are you, five foot four? Well, on a good day, I'm 5'8". <laughs> All of you out there, you know 5'8 right there. It's the lies for me. You are not 5'8". But okay, we'll go with it. You know what I love about sports? Uh, you know, I think you can attest to this. A lot of your, you meet good people through sports. So yeah, I started absolutely. in high school, and uh, I actually decided to play junior college at L.A. Valley. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. L.A. Valley. You played football in college at 5'4"? Now, what, I played... Water boy? <laughs> I did break my ankle the first week, but I technically <laughs> did play. I did play. So, yeah, yeah, I was Wes Welker before uh, Wes Welker. Okay. So. I, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, so high school athlete that went to some college football. I did a little bit of college football. That did not work, and uh, somehow I found myself doing graphic design. Okay. Yeah, so you, that's how. You've mentioned that in prior episodes. I'm a designer. You are a designer. I'm a football player, a designer, and now a realtor. Let's switch gears a little bit, man. This June gloom. What is going on? Man, I don't even it's know. It's never-ending. Does the sun come out anymore right, in California? I don't know. Why do we even live in sunny SoCal now? I don't even know. I saw umbrellas were still for sale at, like, uh, <laughs> Macy's. At Vallarta and at the 99 cent <laughs> store because yeah. they're not selling. I know. I heard the sun might come out in the next couple weeks, so we'll see. But honestly, would you rather have June gloom compared to 110 degree weather? <sighs> right now, I might take the 110, man. All right. I'm missing some sun. Yeah. That's why we live in SoCal. Well, look at me. I'm pretty uh, yeah, you're Blanco little, right you now. You can use a little sun right now, dude. <laughs> Except on the nose. <laughs> All right, man. I, I, I did want to share with everybody my, my current read, and it's probably going to be one of my favorite books that I've ever re- uh, read my man david goggins can't hurt me dude uh-huh. this thing is fire i was uh up uh, up late uh, like i normally am up up uh, up late and i'm like you know what let me let me get into a quick five pages i was into it I'm like 30 pages later i was you know reading 45 minutes into it i'm like man this stuff is just it's just a game changer mindset resilience overcoming obstacles I know my boy, The Voice, is also a huge David Goggin fan's voice. Let's hear you one more time. Oh, what's going on, guys? Happy to be back. Hi, Voice. What do you think about David Goggins, man? Well, you know, out there in St. Louis, what were we in there in uh, March? Yep. March, we were out in St. Louis and got to see David Goggins live. Something I will definitely look back on and know, like, that guy changed my life. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. He talks about in the book about how we are a society where mediocrity is often the standard. Is that crazy? I have a question though. What yeah. does he exactly do? Right? <laughs> what doesn't this guy do? But I Ultra know he's a marathon the, runner, yeah. former Navy SEAL. I mean, voice. What else? Help me out with this. I mean, he's done a little bit of anything, but I mean, he is ultimately a student of himself. Yes. Okay. And he is trying to get to the next <clears throat> level. I'm not. I, I shouldn't even say that. Yeah. I. I oh, 
He's going to his own level. Yeah. It's not even a next level. He basically has said, and when we were watching him live, that when you think you've had enough, let's say you're running, whatever, you're, you're trying to get a ten miles. When you think like you're exhausted, you're only forty percent done. I've seen some Is that videos. Crazy? Yeah, no, I've seen some videos. He's uh, amazing. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what he does, but I guess he's the brand. It's him. He's yeah. selling himself. He, he, right? He's selling himself. Yeah. He's held like some crazy. Uh, world records in terms of pull-ups and running marathon. I did see I mean, that. The, the guy is just, a, he's basically a Power Ranger. Yeah. Stay hard. Yes, stay hard. So if you have it, if you don't know who David Goggins is, make sure you, you read up on him and especially get the book. It's a game changer, I assure you. That being said, dude, we're halfway through this year already. It's crazy. Six I got a months into it. I got a Man. question for you. Though. Ask. What is going on with all this insurance? I'm Whew. hearing things here. I'm hearing things there. You know, can you... Get a little bit of clarity on yeah. really what's and going on. It's unfortunately the insurance industry has been turned upside down. My best advice that I can give right now for you know our, our consumers, my current clients, is talk to your insur- your insurance agents. Um, if you are lucky enough to get your homeowner's policy renewed, talk to your insurance <laughs> agent. It's probably best that even if you had a small increase, stay with that company because it is dicey out there. So as a real estate agent, obviously we need insurance mm-hmm. to sell houses. We probably should talk to you right away. Right away. Not wait till the end. Before you congratulate your client uh, about going in escrow, <laughs> it's, hey, we are in escrow. Let's find insurance on this home because we want to make sure we close escrow. Things are changing every day. So yes. that's uh, that's something that I think we definitely need to be aware of yeah. for sure. Early and often about insurance. It's, it's a critical component to any escrow. Most real estate professionals don't know how critical it is, but I'm always here to help. Do you think this is a short-term, long-term? Or I would really like know? to believe it is going to be a short-term thing, um, and it's at the highest levels of the state. So um, I think we're going to come through, and it'll, it'll be okay uh, at the end of the day. But right now, we have some struggles. Okay. So. Well, let's see what happens. All right. But I'm super excited about our next guest. I'm pumped up. The, the, the dude's a local celebrity. <laughs> I know. Probably yes? the biggest celebrity we've had <laughs> on the podcast to date. I, I agree. All right. Let's bring him out. Daniel Otto, executive chef and owner of the Old Town Junction, my favorite restaurant my in, favorite Santa, in Santa Clarita. Yeah? Thank you. I mean, my Thank office you. is right down the street. I've gone there probably every day. Chef, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Love being here. Uh, chef, tell us a little <clears throat> about yourself, man. Your upbringing, the family, the restaurant. Um, upbringing. You know, uh, my dad, military background, uh, Air Force man for a long time, uh, born and raised in Hawaii. Met my beautiful mom there. Um, he he pulled some moves uh, trying to play tennis and met my mom. So did <laughs> what, that magic. What island? Uh, I was going to ask Oahu. Oahu. What Oahu. Island? Okay. Oahu. What's your favorite island in Hawaii? Uh, probably the Big Island. Okay. Yep. Over like Maui or Kauai or. Um, I just like the, I like the vibe. I like the okay. local vibe. Okay. Um, they moved around a lot. You know, they moved to Oregon. We moved to Minnesota. We How moved did to Santa from Hawaii Korea. to Oregon. To you know, Minnesota. He just, he just to Minnesota. Always got moved around. So it was just kind of normal. And then, um, you know, planted some good roots over here, made some good friends, and then just kept moving around. And then, you know, that's just how it happened with the family. And then, you know, they're still together. Yeah. You know, 48 years strong. Man. So Kudos to that. Yeah. 48 years. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. You, t- you talked to Pops about what the secret is? <sighs> to stay married for Meeting in Hawaii. 48 that's the secret. years? Yes, dear. Yeah. Yes, dear. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, how do you you have to fall in love in Hawaii? Oh, man. right. I mean, yeah. I think that's a big part of the situation right there. How often do you guys go back? We try to go back once a year. Okay. I think it's been tough uh, with business. Sure. 
you know, it's not always the easiest thing to travel, yep. but um, and with family and everything like that. Yeah, but for sure, that's kind of the goal. For sure, let's dive in, in uh, a little bit about what I like to say the sexiest restaurant <laughs> in Santa Clarita with all the right vibes. Thank you. Tell us how you made your vision come true, because there's very few people that actually have a vision in general, let alone making that dream come true. Talk to us about what kind of mindset you have to be in to make all those things come come through. You know, I think it starts with the hard work. I think um, putting your foot in the mud. Um, every day I start my day with a plan from the night before. Okay. I think getting that mindset of like, what am I going to accomplish today? Get my list done. You know, wake up early in the morning, make my coffee, hit all my emails, kind of get that whole thing done, start knocking on my list and getting accomplished like that. I think yep. that that goes with the restaurant. I kind of tell the people, my team, that the same way. You, I don't want to just waste a day off or waste time. I feel like you just always have to be on your A game. Man, you know what I like about that? Well said. Any business, you have that type of mindset. For sure. Right? Whether it's the restaurant or real estate or insurance. I agree. Um, I think any type of business, you have to start with that. You're a true leader, and I and I noticed it from the moment I met you, but with your words that you shared just now, you talked about being proactive and planning your day the day before for the next day to assure success. I preach that to my team. Mm-hmm. It's something that I do pretty much every single night. I jot down the five most critical things that I have to get done mm-hmm. today, and then there's a laundry list of things that essentially it's a, um, it's a uh, to-do list and then an urgent list is mm-hmm. what I have. But I do that every single day as part of my routine. It sounds like you do something very similar. I do, and I do the same thing even when we're on days off. I just plan ahead. I just, you know, just life goes so fast. And I feel sure. like um, if you want to be on top, you have to stay on top. I agree. I How agree. did your uh, chef career begin? Did you always, was it a passion? Did you always want to do it? Can you kind of shed a little yeah. light on that? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, mom's always cooking at home, having those good homemade meals and they decided to get into the restaurant business themselves in Oregon. Oh, okay. And they opened up a little greasy spoon, and I was always in there playing around, having fun as a young boy, and I was feeling it. And then basically when I graduated high school, I went right to San Francisco. I start, I started in, you know, from the bottom as a dishwasher, you know, wow. at the Holiday Inn, at crazy restaurants, at brick and mortars, and just kept moving around and really being dedicated. That's always yeah kind of what I wanted to do you know that was my path yeah gotta have the grind right always I yeah. like it or be a DJ <laughs> <laughs> definitely not being a DJ I guess you could be if you want to be at the top of your game right it's always about the grind DJ did <laughs> yeah tell us a little bit about how you you essentially have two roles right you're an executive chef yeah. on the creative side the foodie side right all the right vibes but then you're also a business owner how do how do you separate those two worlds, but then how do they clash, and how do you bring it all together? It's a lot of hats. Um, you know, hiring smart. You know, yeah. getting the right team with you. You guys understand that. Um, I have uh, two great chefs over there right now. I have a sous chef that I'm molding, also um, junior sous chef. So like molding them, I have a really good management team with like Shane and Bree. They really pump in there. I got both of my Adams over there. So it's like building that relationship, trusting them also in the kitchen. So it gives me a little bit of opportunity to to manage on the ownership yeah. side instead of always being in the mud with them. So it's, you know, trusting your team. He doesn't like he doesn't like being in the mud. What's well, up with that? Well maybe we'll open up the junction <laughs> in Castaic. No, but you hit the nail on the head. It's all about your support. It's all about the team. Yeah. Like I couldn't do what I do without the support that I have at, at the Rodriguez Agency. Yeah. And it sounds like you, you're in the same path. 
Yeah, and you know, you hire smart and you trust the people that you hire and you you build them. You know, my hands have my hands and what I've expected have been on them, so they know what is expected in the routine. So yeah. I think it, it works. Yeah. Business owner to business owner, what is it like in your industry running a small business in California? It's hard. Yeah. It's um I mean it's gratifying and, and I feel grateful because I, I love California. I love the sunshine other than this month has been gnarly. <clears throat> but um <laughs> You know, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, rules keep changing. You know, always. You, you get the day. politics yeah. jumping in there on always trying to see how to run business when they're not in your business. So yeah. it gets it gets a little tough. You guys have been in operations for now how many years? We're going on five years. Do you think running a business is getting easier or harder? I think it's getting harder. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's getting harder. I got a question. Are you guys looking to expand? Not necessarily the junction, but maybe you personally? into other restaurants or grow maybe a another junction or something like that? I love that you asked that. We're actually in the process of opening another restaurant right now. Is that so, an, an elite podcast exclusive yeah, right there? Say, we you, heard heard like, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. We took over next door, and we're it's a 21 and over. We're looking for a more of an adult supper club. Like Grown it. and sexy. Yeah. I know the I like voice it. likes that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Sidecar Markets, what's going to be called. So the front's going to be an artist collective, and it's about a 40-seater, uh, has its own kitchen. So we are we are in the process. We're Very about, cool. there might be about a two months away. There might be a DJ, <laughs> a DJ. at this one. Yeah, Maybe, sure. right? Maybe. Maybe a role for you there, Dave. <laughs> no, I'm more of a karaoke. They used to call me Judas-y, so oh, maybe I can. Oh, here we go. How uh, cool is that? Um, I think that's awesome. Uh I know it's going to be unique. I'm sure it's part of your vision. This is something unique that you guys are bringing to the Santa Cruz Valley. Yeah, I think it's um, it hasn't been tested. I mean, we're trying to bring over the hill to our vision. Yeah, over here, I love our community, and why why not spend the money over here with the people that we love and kind of bring that vibe over here? It's a beautiful restaurant. It's going to be, I think, next level. So yeah. it's going to be fun. One thing I do love about the junction is the experience. Oh, right. We it's talk all about, about the that. experience. You yeah. walk in there and it's just a vibe. You are the ultimate experience, right? I talk about remarkable client experience. Yep. They're all the right vibes. And I would say the ultimate experience is when it comes to restaurants. Thank you. Yes. What was it like running a restaurant during the pandemic? Great question. Oh, man, that's a gnarly question. It was hard. You know, it's, um, you know, we're, fit, we're, we're very blessed that uh, we hire over 51 employees right now. Mm -hmm. But during the pandemic, we had to let probably about 45 employees go. That's crazy. And and we were running it with about nine people. Wow. And just to pivot and learn to adapt and, and create a grocery list and create a family meal and create all these different tiers and try to try to really get the community on board and people on board on why, why, could, why do we need to spend our hard-earned dollar there. And um, I think we, we pushed it through where a lot of people kind of like didn't know what to do. Right. And, and, I, and I get it. They just they, they were tired and they were they were burnt out. I felt like we really had to, you know, we had to, we had to survive. We had to push. Yeah. That, that takes some true leadership there because you, you weathered the storm and you weathered it relatively well. Yes. Yeah. yes. I think the junction thrived, actually, after the initial jolt of, oh, my God, what are we doing? But your creativeness, your ingenuity, your willingness to adapt, now you guys are thriving. And probably, the you know, in terms of re the restaurant business in Santa Cruz, one of the most thrivable is even the word. I would say one of the most popular. Popular for sure. You know, I'd right? say yeah. it's always crowded. I, I remember when the when COVID hit, you moved a lot of stuff outside. Yes, right? we did. And I even noticed now the outside is booming just like the inside. 
Yeah. Right. We put a whole patio out there. We asked for the city to uh, let us use a permit so we could put a whole deck out there. I mean, we try to use every inch of space that we could. And that area is growing significantly. Yeah. So I have a question. Um, with trends always changing, right, and things always kind of adapting, does that go to also like the menu? Are you guys always looking for new and kind of trendy new foods, new meals? Like how does that work a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I mean, you got to go with the trends. Um, like you know, a lot of we, stuff is plant-based, right? There's a lot of like... Kind you of have this. a lot of animal-friendly. You have a lot of plant-based, soy-based. Um, I mean, those trends will always... I think healthy lifestyle is not a trend. I think that's something that people always want. Mm -hmm. But I think um, our biggest factor is hospitality. We don't give service. It's about hospitality. We Great want boys. people, well people yeah. to have an amazing experience, consistency. We want to make sure when people go there, they feel warm. It's their second home. So I think that's that's really the recipe for success, you know. Yeah. And if you haven't had an old fashioned, oof, at you, the junction, you just stole my thunder, did you? <laughs> did I? I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah. With the yeah. bacon. Yeah, with the bacon. The whole, oh, oh, the voice. What's knows? the voice favorite yeah. drink at the junction? Oh, I'm definitely getting an old fashioned. For sure. <laughs> I've been trying to convince Chef to change the name of the drink to oh the to the H Rod since the moment I met him. I, I think I almost have him. He's, He's close. He told me to bring my wallet, though. Yes. <laughs> I'll pay for an MVP drink. There you go. Hey, Chef, your favorite dish that, you, that you've created or that you like to eat, and then your favorite drink at the junction? Um, My favorite dish that I created was the Calbee tacos. I Oof. think it's a lot of love. It's a Everybody, staple. Yeah, it's a staple. Never go away. Um, It's the braised short rib. It's the house-made kimchi. It's the serranos, the yep. candy cashews. With the togarashi, I mean the hoisinaki, the sweet chili aioli. I mean, it just hits on all the spots. I don't know if you guys, but I'm, my mouth is watering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. and I, I would say another staple that we'll never take off the menu is probably going to be our old fashioned. Yeah, we're very, very we we go OG with the old fashioned. So we use the luxardo. We use a little bit of luxardo juice. Um, we use the house made beef jerky on there. I mean, I think it's done right. It's a quality bourbon, so it's just. It's done well. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I agree 100%. Yeah, that's my poison. It's, it's an old fashioned, and that's my favorite old fashioned at Thank the you. junction. We might be there this weekend. We, yeah, getting an we old might fashioned. be there tonight. Maybe tonight. The Maybe tonight. <laughs> Sounds like a good Maybe idea. Maybe tonight. Exactly. Um, switching gears a little bit, Chef. Um, it's my understanding that you also teach at COC. Yes. Is that a passion project? What are we doing there? Helping um, developing younger chefs? What are we doing there? You know, I was always told to mentor back, and I had the opportunity in 07 to teach as an adjunct, and I've been teaching as an adjunct there since 07 to 15, oh, and then I had, yeah, and then I had the opportunity to become full-time. Okay. So I became full-time in 2015, tenured. Okay. And um, it's really about mentoring. It's about giving back. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything else. I feel like um, if people really want to be in this field, uh, I want to I want to give them the pathway to be yeah, successful. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the hardest industries to get into, yeah. and I hate seeing like a business turn and burn the product. Yeah, you know, and COC is an amazing family in itself. They really want to see people strive. Yeah, so I think that's huge. Yeah, you that, know, that's wh huge. why not give back? It's For sure. That. Yeah, I know the voice likes giving back. Also, not too long ago, he <laughs> was mentoring at Golden Valley Voice. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, what were yes, you doing sir. over there? I was working in a finance class, or. Spoke at a finance class and spoke to uh, the kids about um, what not to do in life. <laughs> I spoke to the teacher when he had asked me to uh, speak in front of the class. I said, I'm happy to do that for you, but I'm not going to come from a place of pretend. I'm going to come with the real raw stuff. And I mean, I, I can't believe how 
easily I opened up to those kids and just poured my heart out to them because if I could just save a couple of them from making the same mistakes I did and cut that I'm you know yeah. cut that down for them where they could go out there and strive and not 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 step in those same potholes that would just be amazing I wish they had those kind of opportunities when I was a kid for both of you guys how rewarding is this as part of you guys' jobs it's great I love it um I don't think I'd ever change it I I love I've put um my stamp on thousands of students you know I've put out probably over 500 people in industry um the majority of Santa Clarita has a lot of the same cooks that we've put out there mm -hmm. from IQ um they become chefs um they've become and did their own thing so I think it's it's really rewarding yeah I think when they see you like in that environment it becomes real to them right yeah and I think that's gives them hope because in a world that's so challenging they see you doing it they mm -hmm. see you as an owner and an executive and you're teaching them. I think that's huge for today's youth. Huge. Yeah. I'm going to switch gears We're again. We're lucky to have him, sir. We, we are lucky. 100%. Santa Clarita is lucky. He, he yeah. just <laughs> certified our podcast. I know. I, I, I got a little bit right now. <laughs> not going to lie. Chef, you also do private parties as well. Yes. As part of, the, uh, part of the business. Talk to us a little bit about that. And then anything, you talked about sidecar as well, but anything mm -hmm. else that our community should know about the junction? Um, we do a lot of private events. So, I mean, we just did a wedding last, uh, about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, our offsite division's nice. I mean, you I mean, guys can't bring the wrong. heat. I've yes, been to do. one of these parties. Where's the, bring the, the offsite division? Yep. We have our own director of catering. If you ever call and you're ever curious about doing something at your home or at a facility, um, we bring it to you. Um, we go anywhere from San Diego, up Pasadena, Huntington beach, Temecula, uh, Santa Barbara, we we go everywhere. I mean, we have clients from everywhere. We've done the NOS kickoff party. We did the Dave Chappelle comeback party. Wow. Just throwing names um, out there. I like didn't even know like Yeah, wow, Nas like and Dave Chappelle. Yeah, huh? Nas, the old school like hip hop. Yeah. Oh, that's solid. Right? Yes. I did not know this right <laughs> we, now. I mean, we we wow. uh, we have Chef's a few the real clients. Deal. Yeah, wow. we have a few clients that are really big in the hip hop community, <laughs> and they always give us that love. Um, you know, so we've got to meet a lot of great rappers and you know people in that kind of yeah. field we, we should bring Nas onto the That's podcast what I was yeah. say. or Chappelle or Chappelle maybe Chappelle either one yeah. either one Chef. God's son we, we won't be <laughs> <laughs> hey voice let's hear from you and maybe give Chef a question from the cards alright you ready for a question okay Chef? let's see okay I was gonna go with attitude of gratitude for you but you've already expressed so much of that I'm thinking I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna pivot a little bit um Share the craziest moment that has ever happened to you. Oh, let's keep God. it. PG. So we're going PG <laughs> on this one, huh? Maybe not ever. Oh my gosh! Should we keep it in the work environment? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll do a work one. Um, I remember when I was in San Francisco, I was staging, and they asked me to work front of the house for just the night, and I'm not a front of the house person. So I remember opening up a bottle of wine and bringing it out to the guests. And I had a tray and I had the bottle of wine. I was showing them and I opened it up. And as I was leaning over, I dropped the whole thing on this poor lady, <laughs> the wine, the glasses, everything. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. And I was like, I felt just so small inside, but she was the coolest lady. And she's like, don't worry. She's like, you're better in the back anyway, right? Now. Uh, <laughs> red that's, or white? Was it red yeah, or red? White? It was yeah, red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's fantastic. I, but when you say that you're, uh, you're better in the back, I want to just bring something up to you. Every time I come uh, into the junction, you know, and I see you working, you always say, 
take the time now to come out and shake my hand and say hello. Oh, and, you know, that means a lot to me, you know, being a kid that grew up from Santa Cruz, knowing the chef, right? Mm-hmm. No matter who I have uh, at the table with me, I, it's always so much love to me and my guests. I appreciate that oh. about you. No, I love you. that. I love saying hello. I like and I think all three of you, you know, you you know, you touch tables, you touch people, you touch people's lives, you deal with so many people. You're always on stage, right? I think um, that's what makes us who we are. That's what makes us successful in yeah. our field. I mean, I think if you're behind the curtain and you're not going to go out there and talk to people and interact, um, it, it keeps you distant. Yeah. I love how, and you've said it a few times now during our podcast, but you're reiterating the remarkable client experience. Yes. You know, that's part of my my MVP, <laughs> mission, value, purpose. The, pur- the purpose for the Rodriguez Agency is delivering a remarkable client experience day in and day out. Nothing that we do is sexy, so we try to make it as sexy as possible so that when things happen, when there's a claim, when people have questions, I want to make sure that they're having the best experience ever. Absolutely. So. And no matter what level, you're building a community. 100%. The fact that he's coming out, and I'll reiterate what the voice said, he said hi to me every single time. I feel the same way, yeah. you know? Chef, my last question for you. Okay. So for the folks who have aspirations to one day be a restaurant owner and or an executive chef, essentially following your same footsteps, what's your best advice? Um, Get as much experience as you can, you know, put your head down. Um, Obviously, everyone says shoot for the clouds and, you know, but you have to have the backbone too. I think learn as much as you can. Don't be someone who's learning from a YouTube perspective. Get in there, you know, actually uh, put your your work in and... um, I would say get like 10 years in before okay. you start dropping, you know, all the all your own money and all your own time into something cuz I mean our success rate's low. Yeah. You know, I think every 10 restaurants that open up only two stay afloat. That's and you crazy. see it. you wow. see it in Santa wow. Clarita, wow. you see all the restaurants that close yeah. and then come up and then close and then it's yeah. it's really hard. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. the junction's been a staple for some time and yeah. you do see a lot of restaurants in Santa Clarita kind of up and down. Yeah. I'd I say mean, the first thing they should do is probably take his class at COC. For sure, right? yeah. <laughs> I think you guys are in the same game. You yeah. see realtors yeah. come and go, right? For sure, yeah, hundred percent. For sure, hundred percent. And don't learn uh, the restaurant business or to become a chef on YouTube. Yes, yes, hundred <laughs> or TikTok. There's just so much <laughs> in today's society with today's youth. There's just so much YouTube learning. I mean, yes. my kids are glued to YouTube on a daily yes. basis. There's they're not watching TV. Their new TV is just anything on YouTube. It's tough. So it is tough. It's tough. Yeah. All right. Well, chef, much respect. Thank you Thank so you. much Appreciate for coming onto our podcast. Appreciate you guys. All right, Podcast Girl. That was awesome. Elite Podcast Episode 5. We're out. We're officially out. All right. Your favorite insurance car, Henry Rodriguez. And the SCV and BP. We're out. Bada bing.